welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Faith. Hey! So, I sure hope you're not r- rushing. Oh, God. We're going to have to sit down and talk about Quicksilver. I sure hope you're not drinking mercury because we're talking about Quicksilver. <laughs> Quicksilver, what do you he, know about he's him? He's fast. He, he's got to go fast. He's so fast. He is super fast. Is the on and off again son of Magneto. <laughs> I, like, I love that. This is a really good description. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like... Maybe he is not. I think right now he's not. Oh, <laughs> I like. It's I like his writer right now doesn't believe he's his son, but the next one might. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, like I think they swap back and forth. I think two or three times already. God. They also go back and forth on making him a mutant or not. Oh yeah. Because sometimes he's just a genetically engineered person by the high evolutionary, sometimes he's not. Sometimes. Sometimes Wanda has magic, sometimes she doesn't. It's reality warping powers. Yeah, Quicksilver, he's pretty cool. He's He's got white hair. He's he's fast. I like this, out, I like this outfit a lot as well. Oh, one sec. Yes. The baby blue. Yes. It's real. Yeah, he's wearing like a baby blue... It's like a baby blue, um, you know, outfit where he has the, uh, you know, I guess some darker material. So his dangus doesn't look like it's flopping all over the place. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and then he has like lightning bolt. It looks like he has a lightning bolt sash with a belt. Which I like. Nice. Right now he has a white and purple um, suit that has like a fast forward thing. And you think it, you think it looked dumb, but it actually looks really cool, and I like it a lot. God, in that picture in the handbook, like his hairline is really far up. By the way, oh yeah, he he has a five head. <laughs> it's it's because he went too fast and it just got pulled back. <laughs> well, um, he his real name is Pietro Maximoff, aka. The name I'm going to name my son, if I possibly can. <laughs> what? You, I wish I was joking about you that. You didn't name your son Pietro, you named him Dexter? Well, I named him after my favorite. I named my son, my current son, my my cat son, after my favorite cat in comic Uh-oh. books. Um, I'm going to name my, my human son. After your favorite. After... after after my favorite speedster. After your favorite human. Um, so his occupation is former adventurer, officer of the Inhuman Militia, Ooh. and currently unknown. That's right. He is currently has an unknown occupation. <laughs> I like how they're like, he has a job. We don't really know what it is. <laughs> he is the former citizen of Transia, a naturalized citizen of the United States. And former citizen of uh, Adelan. Um, he, he's from the same place that the Puppet Master's from. He also used to go by Pietro Frank, which is choice name. Yes, I am 
American. My name is Pietro uh Frank. I'm from Ohio. But Pietro is my favorite form uh, favorite way to say Peter. It is pretty good. Pieter is is better though. Basically, I just like other ways of saying Peter. Yes. A lot. Uh his birthplace was Wondergore, Transia in Europe. And I want to remind everyone that he was Actually, wait. I'll I'll give you I'll give you you may know this already, but I just want to reveal it to you just in case. Okay. He's currently separated from his wife Crystal. Oh. He has a daughter named Luna. Yes, I didn't know that. He has a sis. He has a sister named uh, Wanda Maximoff. They're twins. So, uh, yeah. And he has a father sometimes, and also sometimes not father, Magneto, and. He was raised by uh, Django, Django Maximoff, and uh, Myra Maximoff. I thought you said Jenga at first, and I was like, God, that must have been really rough, you know, growing up, and your dad is a tower <laughs> of wooden pieces. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be so careful. Like, one day, Peter... Pietro just gets so mad, and he like he's like, "You're not my real dad," and he like pulls the, one of the bottom pieces out, and everybody's like, "No!" And his dad just topples over. <laughs> he is a former member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, former member of the Avengers, and current unofficial member of the Royal Family of Inhumans. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he first appeared in the X Men. Number four, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants in March 1964. He, you get his origin in Avengers uh, 136 and 137. So he's one of many former villains now. Oh, the now Avenger. I think he's now. I think he's an Avenger now. It's whatever. He goes back and forth. Yeah. Like, sometimes he has a dad, sometimes he doesn't. So, he is the son of Mag- of Magneto in the gypsy named Magda. Uh, just prior to his birth, his mother fled from her father, terrified of the bizarre powers he suddenly manifested, and his intentions of world domination. G- good job. Good job. Like, good, good job there, Magna. Seeking refuge in the scientific citadel of Wondergore, in the Balkan Mountains of the tiny nation of Transia, um, Magna was taken in by Bova, the woman involved from a cow, by the master genetic accelerate, uh, acceleration of the high evolutionary. That's right. His uh, He had a cow. A cow nanny. Oh. Yeah, great. Yeah, like we can't find a babysitter tonight. Might as well just leave him in this field with this cow. Well, I mean, technically, it was in a, in a mountain in a scientific area. Oh, okay. With yeah, with a cow. And it was a woman. <laughs> she was technically a woman. That was also happened to be a cow. But uh, I'm still getting a poster that's just like a pinup style of like Bova that just says Wonder Gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. 
It's one of it's one of the many things I need to be made. Magda gave birth to twins, boy and girl, and Bova was her midwife. Um, and then uh, she kind of, and then his dad, her, I mean, his mom just kind of was just like, "Yo, take these babies. I don't want their, I don't want their evil dad to be like, we we need a, I need to kill a baby or something. I don't know what Magneto would do. Yeah. But it's probably not at good, that point though. in time. Any- probably not great no. the only time Magneto is a decent person is when he's he's killing Nazis so Bovo is just like we can't raise these babies in this mountain filled with genetically engineered animal people <laughs> it's just that'd be it's weird. Just a little too weird so then she then she was just like hey hey you poor people t- take these babies and they're just like yeah What's up? Okay, talking cow, uh, whatever you say. <sighs> so I'm trying to do a bunch of... Trying to get to some interesting parts. He was married to Crystal. Is that the same Crystal who is, like, smooching on Ronan the Accuser for a while there? Well, she was smooching on the Human Torch for a while. I mean, well. can you blame her? Johnny's... <laughs> uh, I mean, not really. He spent a lot of time in Wonder Gore. Um, Being raised by by the random peasants his cow mom dropped him off on. The encampment that they were at was being attacked by people who hated mutants. And uh, this is around the time both Wanda and uh, Pietro were getting powers. So he used his powers to wa- run Wanda and them away from the encampment and uh, live off the land in Europe. Um, one day, uh, Wanda accidentally caused a house to burst into flames with her uncontrollable hex powers and was then chased out by suspicious town people again. Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever Pietro was willing to, was about to defend himself, uh, Magneto is just like, Hey, what's up, son and daughter? I'm gonna protect you from this and take you in with my uh, take you in with my uh, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, other evil mutants. And like, and then he gave them the name Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and they, well, they didn't know that he was their father. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, he knew, but they didn't. Um. And for months they serve Magneto out of like a sense of obligation in fear of reprisal Ugh. when the extra dimensional uh extraterrestrial stranger teleported Magneto from Earth. And then uh then that's when they're just like well, why don't we just leave? <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> like oh wait, <laughs> we could just go. <laughs> They then petition for membership in the Avengers. They're inducted along with Hawkeye to take the place of uh, charter members who wish to uh, wish to leave of absence. Despite the fact that uh, Wanda was born seconds before him, uh, Pietro seemed like a paternal paternalistic attitude towards his sister. 
And after after they became Avengers, he was overprotective of her. Whenever her powers were starting to wane, uh, she he left the Avengers with her. Then, then his sister Scarlet Witch was just like, "Hey, robot man named Vision." Uh, he was kind of Quicksilver, like was just like really quickly, just like, "No, don't don't doink that robot, please." Please. And that was like that caused kind of a rift because you know Wanda and I mean Wanda and Vision all the way. Yeah, like, dude, just let your sister. Bone the robot, and it that but that uh, that rift got fixed after Moon Dragon. Please listen to that episode if you want to listen to a Buck Wild episode. The <laughs> 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 um, the Moon Dragon was just like, hey, hey, Quicksilver, stop being a dick, and then made him like the Vision permanently. <laughs> and uh, sometime after this, he. He began uh, romantically involved with Crystal, who rescued him from a sentinel attack. And then not long after that, uh, they mated and made a child. Gross. Soon after the birth of his daughter, Magneto uh, was just like, Hey, why don't you join me in trying to you know, suppress humanity, please? And, and Quicksilver's just like, No. No, I have a daughter now. I can't do this anymore. And then he fought with the Inhumans for a little bit. (laughs) He's like, no, I can't be part of a team. Now we're going to get into a fist fight. Yeah, so he's six foot tall. So him being Quasimodo could look straight in the eyes. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He weighs 175. Oh, he weighs way less than Quasimodo. <laughs> he has uh, blue uh, blue eyes and silver hair. He could lift like while he's running. He could he can lift about a thousand pounds. Holy cannoli! Um, he can, but like leg presses, he can do about a ton, like any time, any time. It's because he he got those legs. He never skips leg day. Every day is leg day for him. <laughs> Whenever you think leg day, think Quicksilver because that's that's what he does. Leg day, he runs fast. That's his power. Scoggle fast. Like not like ridiculous speeds. Like um, not nothing. Anything ridiculous like the flash. I was gonna say where you can um, tear open a timeline, go into another dimension. Where- where all your stories is you just going to other dimensions because that's the only thing you could do with your power. Where, where your TV show is just you resetting the timeline all the time because God damn it, Barry, just stop it. It never fixes anything. Well, they changed, they stopped, okay, like they stopped doing that in the fourth season. And they also, and also they gave him a non-speedster villain and it was super interesting. I loved it. I loved the it fourth season. It took him four times, though, to figure out, hey, maybe I shouldn't reset the timeline. And it was, it was super interesting. I sh- I would definitely watch season four. And apparently they're not doing speedster villains now, because apparently after three scenes of people being like, why are- is he only fighting speedsters? The head writers are just like, yeah, why is he only <laughs> fighting speedsters? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> 
but yeah, he can't do that crazy stuff. So I think one of the things that Quicksilver is that the Flash generally isn't is he's kind of he's kind of an he's kind of a jerk in everything <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a jerk, like. Not even like a, not even like an arrogant jerk like uh, Namor is, because Namor deserves to be a, a na- arrogant jerk because he's Namor and he's the king of Atlantis and Atlantis. So, like, yeah, like um, I see. But but uh, but one of my favorite explanations why he's a jerk all the time is uh, it was. It was him explaining why he's so impatient, why he just just does just has it up to here with everyone. Uh, and he explains it like, you know, whatever you you when you're behind someone who's walking just a little bit too slow. <laughs> That's his entire life with everything. Oh my god! And that made him one of the most sympathetic characters I've ever heard. <laughs> like just ever. Ugh. Like he's okay, just like, I get it. Because everything's moving too slow for him. Always. Always. He 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 is always stuck behind the little old lady who does who wants to pay in oh check. Oh my god. <sighs> he's he's the person. He's behind the group of people you can't walk around on the sidewalk, but they walk too slowly. And that's his entire okay, life. Okay, like now I understand. And and uh, like what I whatever I heard that explanation, I'm just like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Me too. Yeah, like like if I'm behind someone who's moving like who's like moving a little bit too slow, I I co- come from being like a pacifist to being like I will actively murder you in front of your children <laughs> if you don't move faster. <laughs> I have somewhere to be. You move a little bit faster, please, or not be in the middle of the play- middle of the road. But oh my god! But yeah, so like it's kind of like Quicksilver is like one of those things. It was one of those people who I like a lot, but I don't have a lot to say about him. I just like him a yeah. lot. He's characterized in a lot of really good things, and he's in a really good a lot of really good stories. Uh, his latest story he was in his his own solo story um it was kind of like a side event like a side story to like a event comic um it was uh quicksilver no surrender it's super good because basically what happens is um wanda or the scarlet witch she uses her powers to make him run super quickly basically like and by quickly i mean like in between seconds, quickly, oh. and he saves the day before the first before the first uh, issue even starts. But he's stuck, so he's basically stuck in between moments where no one's really moving, and he's just kind of all alone, just running, just trying to not go insane. Oh my gosh. And it's so good. Eventually, he fights like evil versions of himself, and it turns out like they're literally just version. They're they're just versions of him, basically. And all he needs to do is just kind of calm down and be like, "You guys don't exist. You're literally part of my imagination." Because I'm going. Oh insane. my gosh! 
That's really <laughs> cool, actually. It's, it's super good. It's super good. And, and like, it's basically just him. Like, he, he finds, like, a pet turtle. Who's like frozen? He's just running. He's just running around with it, just like okay. Here's this thing, and here's this thing, and eventually Wanda gets through, and uh, and she makes the turtle like you know move a little bit, and he's so happy. But then he realizes like this: I can't be doing this with this turtle. It's not going to live its best life. So he just puts it in a pond and leaves a note for Jarvis to feed it. It's so I loved, I loved it so much. It's it's so it's it's such a like sweet comic. Oh, little friend. So, yeah, and because of that turtle learns to like kind of to stop and slow down, and like he learns how to like think. Like and just like meditate because of that turtle too. It's such an interesting story. That actually sounds really cool. <laughs> and it's one of the better stories I because like it's basically him. Just it, there's not a lot happening besides him like fighting versions of himself, and most of it's just him like kind of running around, just like trying to play pranks. But like eventually, like he's he's just bored. And because because it's frozen, he can't watch any like the internet doesn't work because it's time's <laughs> not moving. Damn it. So like so like what he's doing, he just reads a lot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good. Like people read it. Read it. It's so good. Oh, I I mean, I'm already I'm already down with just the turtle friend. Like I will already buy it for that. Yeah, what do you think about Quicksilver? He's God, he's been in so much stuff, and he's been through so many variations. I feel like he's a really interesting character, uh, and it, like occasionally, like a writer will get him and do something dumb with him. But that's like every big Marvel character. <laughs> like, like who decided he wasn't like Magneto wasn't his dad? A lot of people oh, okay. did. It kind of depends on a bunch of different things. By the way, um, by the time this episode comes out, actually, no, it'll be a month after this episode comes out, uh, the trade paperback is going to be coming out in December Woo. 11th. So Woo. if you want to pre-order that, yes. I mean, I guess that's something. So there's a, I, All I want to say is that there's a lot of really good uh, comics out right now. Um, Bendis, got, Bendis is now writing for... Um, DC, so we have a new architect for where everything's going. Ah. Uh, which is Jerry Duggan, who is a goddamn master at storytelling. You should definitely read that. Sup, sup. Yeah, we're done. Sweet. Well, like, you- okay, real quick, I just want to say, I feel like Quicksilver is one of those untapped like minds of like good Marvel lore. Like, he's the... He- He's not like a main, like, he's not like Captain America or Iron Man or like Fantastic Four where he's like front and center, but like, he's in so much stuff that, like, there's always something good to watch or to read. Yeah. And, uh, if you'd want to read like good Quicksilver, I'd definitely suggest reading the, uh, uh, X, X Factor from the 90s. 
where he where it's just him and a team of other jerks being a team of jerks together. <laughs> um, and it's like pretty good. I so, love it. Um, but yeah. So what? what so what do you have to plug? Uh, please go read my comic, Grace's Wings, so that one day I may make money off of it. It's it's spooky. It's real spooky sometimes. Like a like a skeleton, yeah, just popping out at you. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. I also have a podcast. I mean, I also have a cat who you can look at if you go th- if you uh, go to at Marvelous Mooch on Twitter. I mean, Instagram. Um, if you'd like to support the show, you could uh, share and like share the or share it either online or <laughs> tell your friends. Or you can give me a dollar or two on my uh, Patreon, which is in the link uh, down Do below. Um, if you like to see the pictures, if you like to see the pictures of the people we are talking about, you can go to at Alpha Flight on Twitter or the HodgePod group on Facebook. Um, this has been Alphabet Flights and may Madcap show you how truly meanest life is. Bye. Bye.